Have you ever had a booty cake? I'm not. I've had a bunt cake. I don't know what a booty cake is. It's like the same thing, but different. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So what? Uh, what's what? on your mind? All right. What's on your mind, kid? It's well, been a while. That's well. <laughs> uh, it's funny. You should ask. It got something on my mind. What are your thoughts about? I hate it. Couples who break up and try to stay friends. Oh. Do you Ugh. think do you think that's a good idea uh, or a bad idea? Go butterfly, butterf, make a butterf. Right? Yeah. It's bad. Uh I I I will say it's a, you're doing a disservice to anybody that you're in a relationship moving forward. That's first and foremost if you cling to the past. Is it? Right. Uh I I wasn't I was in a relationship, and this per this was a, this was a while ago. But this person was, uh, I sh- it should have been a red flag. I I just kind of started seeing her, and it was like her birthday, and I just kind of got to know her. Like we we're still very very new, and she invited me over to her house for her birthday party, and it was like a she lived in like a one bedroom, maybe the size of a studio, and it was like you know nothing fancy, and and she had some friends over, and I I come to find out while I'm over there. The two of the guys that are there are her ex, are both her ex boyfriends. What was she planning for the evening? Right, exactly. It wasn't just her ex boyfriends that were there, but that was like a oh okay, I, I, I'm cool. I guess you guys are got some sort of cool thing going on that I'm not used to. Maybe it's a super cool jam. (laughs) It's a champagne jam. That doesn't sound like a recipe for cool for me, but I was trying to be cool about it. You sound like third man out eating a sandwich while she enjoys herself. Exactly. I'm like, so when was, I'm thinking, when was the last time you saw either one of these two guys? She's like, we do it every Tuesday. And you're like, (laughs) we just thought maybe you wanted to join. You're the new man in. I'm like, no, no. Um, that it was weird, and that was probably my first taste of like, okay. So I'm, you were you you guys were in a relationship. We had we had just kind of started seeing each other. I don't think it was like it wasn't even fully defined. Now I, I myself have a little a little bit of experience with this, not with my 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 current uh, right. okay lady wife because you would have to break up in order for you to have. Mm, but the previous uh, there was a there was definitely that the the. And I've I've actually played you stuff from from my insane ex, right? Um, who is just an absolute. I mean, she she's an institution unto herself of crazy, right? Um, but yeah, she uh, she had no problem hanging out with her exes all the time. And I, I guess Ooh. in that situation that you're talking about, in your case. Tell me a little bit about the conversations that you were having with these dudes. Were they? I mean, were you like, all right, man? So, you know, yeah. give me the heads up. What's your favorite? Does she no, have a spot. I was so. Does she new, have a spot? Right. She have like a thing that she that she's down that she likes. You is, know? Yeah. Is there a birthmark I haven't Dude, seen? Be a bro. Be a bro. Tell me how to handle this. Is it is it hard to make her come? Yeah. <laughs> to the party. <laughs> right. <laughs> exactly. Um, no. To my parents' house for dinner. <laughs> You know, doing some research about that, I was like, you know what? They, these articles say that people that like to stay friends with their exes are normally narcissists or psychopaths, they say. Um, eh, that's not the same. I mean, narcissists are people who don't give a shit about anybody but, but, but themselves. themselves. Right. Which doesn't, yeah. Psychopath doesn't make, is a little bit a little more like, <laughs> I like to keep them around just in case I want to eat them. 
you know, just right. in case I need you, a snack. You know the cannibals when they get break when they break up. I, I look. He, he had such great <laughs> muscle definition. I wouldn't want to let that get away. Right. He obviously kept it tight. Right. Toy. Toy. Keeps it toy. First of all, you're nice right. Nice bottle of Chianti. First, nobody when they get into a relationship wants to meet the ex. It's just. It's just not. It's, just it's not. not it's, it's not work. a. It's not a top list yeah. kind of thing. I don't think that's anybody's. Like, oh, you guys are still close. Oh, that's really cool. Let me meet him. Blah blah blah. Hey, no. can we see that slideshow? Yeah. Of when you guys uh, went on vacation went to together. Hawaii. Oh, you went to that nude beach. Let's good see times it. had by all. Were you, you know, giving it to her good back then? Right. Or? Right. So, well, you know, there's some. There's one thing, I guess, if maybe you were friends for a long time, and then you thought, you know what, maybe we should try and get together. And then high like, school sweethearts, I'd forgive. A little different. I'd be like, okay. Okay, we dated back in high school. We were kids. Fifteen years have gone by. We're adults. What are you doing? Yeah, how cool. you been? Yeah, there you go. There's probably the only. There's a statute scenario. of limitations. Sure, it's gonna sure. be like if it, if it's been fifteen years and then you f- meet that person later down the road, right? Uh, and they're married or they're in a relationship or whatever. Yeah, I don't think it'd be a big deal. But if right if it was like two exes ago right and that was like twenty within three years right and you're like okay she was the person who introduced me to all this different stuff right you know what right. I mean like well, people can put two or two together how when were you guys she together? still sleeps in, she still sleeps in one of my t-shirts right. you know like right. you know what I mean she she, has, she wears my boxers to go to bed at night right uh, nobody nobody wants to know this no, no no new relationship person in your life wants to know it anything it sucks the air right out of the relationship the, the, the ss relationship right right there's wind there no. no wind all the, you all know the, the sales joke. Are, you yeah, know the joke oh babe there was never anybody before you i mean that's just that's, that's the re- joke well <laughs> that's not funny that's the reality you want to tell people that's what that's you know that's what you want to make your bet your bow or your bay believe right yeah you, your bay. you're the only one yeah I'll, I'll, you're I'll michael be, bay i'll be <laughs> michael buble um so that same relationship so through that relationship you know i i like you didn't answer my question what was the conversation like when you I sat down with I these dudes like, hey, i did hey i didn't know until like the party was over and we left oh yeah that's my ex and like, they like i didn't know and they french kissed her on their way out right i'm like Wow, they got, they got a really spent a lot, of time, a lot of time in the bathroom You're together. close friends. Who are these guys? Oh, yeah. But she's proud of it. Does you know? he always grab your ass? She's proud of it. She's like, oh, yeah, these are my... And who are these guys? They're exes. They, like, they invited over to this birthday party. And... I know why the guys were there. Yeah, they're like... Oh, leftovers. Oh, Uh-oh, somebody know. didn't finish their dinner. <laughs> we have some unfinished business Dude, here. Dude, hey. It's the easiest. I know why it's the there. easiest play, right? Because it's like they're just waiting for you to do something stupid and walk out and be like, "Hey, babe, just one question: right or left shoulder? Right. Who who are you gonna exactly. you gonna cry on this right here? Right. And ease it on down into blowjob land. Come on, don't make it weird. We've been look, here before. We've, been, we've done this. What is yeah. what? This isn't new. We both want it. Look, do I look? You know me. We're friends. I'm not being. I'm not predatorizing or if that's a word right i'm not i'm not using words that i just made up i'm not to, I, to lure you I'm back not, into I'm the not, bedroom i'm not lionizing i'm not trying to Lionize. i'm not trying to scoop in right on an opportunity i'm trying to, to make plow you feel you. better that's all i'm here to make you, you know feel there's not even a little voice in the back of my head that says if this were to escalate into a sexy situation that i would turn it down i'm not even hearing that voice right <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even that. That voice isn't even there. You can trust me. Yeah, 
Yeah. But I'll even break out the champagne that I've been saving, you know, since we were together. Right. You remember that time. You remember I wrote your name on the bottom. You remember what happened after? Mm. <laughs> 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 I don't even think I need to do the sound effects. You remember what happened last remember, time. Remember what happened when we drank mm-hmm. that? Mm-hmm. You remember how happy you were? Do you want to feel that way again right now? Because right now you don't look very happy. Look, I can make you happy, baby. You know I can't. For, for one hour. Let's do it. And you know what? I think we both kind of need closure. We need this. <laughs> we need this. And you can trust we me. We never got closure. Right. I feel like we need closure. Right. Mm. And I just need you to open up That's a little bit one. so we can get some closure. We got to get some closure. We never... I mean, it, yeah. it felt like it ended so abruptly. It was yeah. like a dot, dot, dot at the end it's, of the sentence. It's funny you say it like that. There's no like, finality I to ran it. into an ex that I just ended up, you know, because I knew her sister and they were out here visiting. It was years and years later. I'm like, all right, I'll go visit. And at the end of the night, like her, her the girl that my ex was still awake, but her sister who we were, I was friends with, she was passed out. And, and the ex looks at me, she's like, I think we have some unfinished business. I'm like. What? <laughs> what exactly? <laughs> That's how she approached it, dude. We got some unfinished business. I'm like, okay. and you're like, okay, well, what's yeah, up? I wasn't sure. I didn't know we were. So yeah, so the the one define unfinished. Right, you're right. I do need to finish. That's do we have business? It's business time. <laughs> it is business time. <laughs> so look, that that girl who early on in a relationship had her had her exes there at her house. Never saw them again after that. We dated for a little while, and over the time, you know, she's like the good girlfriend. Doesn't really watch sports, but I love the Saints and football. And she gets into it, and I get her a jersey, and we're doing the couple thing, going out to the clubs, watching the Saints, and she's just loving it. And she's all about it. And then we break up, and she gets a new boyfriend, and she's like, "Hey, we're out watching football. You should come. You should come out. Come hang." Literally calls me. She's hanging out with a new boyfriend. I broke up with her, but she's like, "Hey, you know, why don't you?" It was like not even a, a week later. Like, she, Yikes. you know what I mean? She was with her man, and I'm like, first of all, he doesn't want me there. I don't care if you told him that you're cool and we're cool and that I'm – but he doesn't want me there, and I definitely don't want to be there. Now, now, over the next course of her next relationship, she's rooting for the Saints and the Broncos. Well, yeah. Because she's still a Saints fan because she had so much fun watching the Saints, but now she's a super big Broncos fan. They're watching football together, and she wants me to join them. Oh, my God. I was beside myself. I'm like – Anybody need some uh, hors d'oeuvres or something? Yeah. I'm, not, I'm gonna head to the store in Mexico <laughs> and not come back. That's right. I'm gonna head down the store down the state. Oh my god! I just don't. Yeah, yeah. And and then and then because I was like, look, I wasn't. I was trying to put create some distance. I know she's with a new man. Like neither one of us want to deal with that. Finally, she starts deleting me from social media and stuff like that. She's like, well, apparently we're not friends. You know, we're not. I just it was just a weird sort of line between. Well, if we're gonna stay friends, well, here's the skinny. You hang out with my boyfriend and me. We're here's cool. here's the skinny. Being friends with your exes is only cool if you're both single. Right. Meaning, that's called friends with privileges. Right. You know that's what I mean? Right. Friends with benefits. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So like, hey, it didn't work out between us, but we none still... of us wants to go through some long dry spell. So we could hump right. it out every once in a while because, you know, it's not like it adds to our numbers. Right. And that really is what it comes down to when somebody's like, well, how many people have you been with? You can say, well, I've just been banging the same two exes over the last 10 years <laughs> right. in between my right. dry spells. So, yeah, right. I've been with two dudes. And sure. I, um, and I could see a time, I could see a place for a rela- something like that to linger a little bit until one person meets somebody else, and then. But then you got to call it. 
then right. you, then you got to be like, look, I owe it to right. the person that I'm with to leave out my benefits and my friends right. that I had benefits with. Right. If it, I've ever been inside of you, I can't be around you. When it, right. Period. Right. And so she takes the other route. She's like, as soon as she finds a boyfriend, she invites me to hang out. <laughs> like, oh, my God. Like, you're a clueless girl. I don't, I don't know what you're trying to do, but trust me, I don't want this, and neither does he. Dude, my favorite was – and this, once again, I've, I'm so old. I've been with the same person for so long. I'm just looking back. Well, it's impressive, though. Yeah. At the dudes that uh, the ex brought around. Sure. And that in itself, I got to say, when you're flipping the script – and you're yeah, I asked you like what did you talk about? Right, yeah. Okay. No, there was no conversation. So there there were like three dudes that uh she was still friends with. One of them was cool, like nice enough guy. Um it was, you know, into computers and whatever else. All she did was talk about how great he was. And I'm like, Yeah, he seems like a nice enough dude. Like I don't have a big deal with, with that or whatever. I don't know why you're friends with this guy. Cause you guys boned and like, you want me to hang out with him and be friends with him? Like, I, that's just not, it was, that's yeah. not cool. I can't have that conversation, but that was, that was the, that's the, the best that it got. Yeah. And, but I found myself immediately cause I was the, the first one that I get introduced to. I found myself kind of judging my choices. You know what I mean? Okay. Meaning like I walk in I meet this guy and I'm, you know, I'm in much better shape back then. I okay. probably, I probably, could have punched way above the weight class I was I was okay. fighting in at the moment, but you didn't you don't really think about that until you're around one of the exes, and then you're just like, "Oh, I, I could do so much better than uh, the person that I'm with right now because this is the other this this dude." Wow, that's an interesting perspective. For this sure. dude could close suddenly. It's like you're not doing yourself any justice by keeping your Ex- less than par yeah. exes around. Exactly. Because now I'm like, what am I doing, dude? I I could do better I'm, than I'm way too dude, good for you. Are you joking? <laughs> this is a disgrace. Wow. You yeah. Know? Exactly. I should have walked in and the guy's like in there doing like, you know, pull ups with his shirt off. He looks like Marky Mark or something, and then I would have been like. Yeah, well, I ended up with her. Yeah, pridefully, I I I, I can toot that horn because, buddy, I won. And I'm making her happy. I really when I met these when I met that guy. Oh, wow. And then the other two were so much worse. The, the one after it was some a guy who could barely speak English. He had like a you know he was a decent enough body, I guess. Right. He was into some sort of martial arts deal, but he could barely speak English. Thought he was the hottest shit on the planet. Like honestly, thought he was like yeah. Thought he was a 10. Wow. Um, super egotistical. And then another guy was like, whoa, you're a fucking rapist. You know what I mean? Right. Like, you, you're this chick's like 18 and you're like 36. Why the hell are you dating what's, her? What's going on there? And why are you still He's around? He's my friend. He taught me so much about her. I'm mm-hmm. like, yeah, but he did. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, you, you meet these guys and all of them, I, like, it, it, down, it downgraded my perspective on things. I'm, I was just basically looking at going like, geez, I don't. I want to feel like the person that I'm with, I constantly have to, you know, I have to feel like I got to chase them. Mm-hmm. You know, I got to feel mm-hmm. like I, I'm, I, I'm winning. I, I'm right. You know, I, I've got something that everybody else wants. Right. You know what I mean? Um, you, t- you pull that curtain down. Obviously that shit wanes after 15 years of marriage or whatever. <laughs> you know. Well, that happens to everybody, but you pull that curtain down if you're bringing your exes around and they're subpar. 
Well, but, and, but that also has to deal with youth. I mean, we can have a lot of these conversations about you know what it's like to date between you know twenty and 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 thirty five. Sure. Right, and the majority of the instances where you probably are having a chick introduce you to her boyfriends and stuff, she's under thirty five. What th- those girls don't realize is that you know that shelf life of of oh my gosh, I can get away with so much because I'm young and hot. That party right. that party ends pretty abruptly, and if you don't have something else to go on meaning mm-hmm. like uh i've got great friends great family good job respectable keep it i keep it fit i keep yeah. it professional i keep it mature like the whole young and hot thing doesn't play when you're 35 right and you got to start you got to fall back on your education and you know if you you know if you're a husband then or you're married then you know that that's you that's kind of the the goal for most is raise, ha- have a family and you know, have a partner in life and that kind of thing. The whole young and hot thing doesn't really matter right. um, as much anymore. Right. Um, but yeah, in that, that at that time, it's like, I'm just going to surround myself with as much dick as possible. Kind of stack the odds in my favor. You know what I mean? Right. I don't like to sit down and know I'm not going to win. Right. There's always a consolation dick around here. Oh, right. um, just in That's case one that I want's not going to, not going to go for it. But it, it, to me, yeah, it was, it was meeting those guys. I, I really, I, it it it's festered it festered in me like oh man it just left a bad taste in your I'm mouth no with, pun intended. i'm with somebody who will be with anybody based off of this track record i'm seeing meaning yes. cuz those guys i i felt like those guys were punching out of their league right you know what i mean and that's not what you want to feel no you don't want to meet the exes and be like wow those guys really really punched up Right, they really. I mean, she really. Do uh, they need, does that guy really need that uh, mobility scooter all the time? Or? Yeah. <laughs> How was it? Uh, did he have that when you were with him? So was he in the mental institution for? Just give me a ballpark figure. How long? Killed somebody? Huh? Oh. Set fire to somebody's? Oh, wow. Right. Yeah. Right. Well, he sounds. He seems nice. Yeah. So, you know, or oh, this guy's in the. Dungeons and Dragons, or you know, this guy's into you know whatever, like something that's totally opposite of 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 me, mm-hmm. um, and my interests, and you know, just one of one of these guys was just so like lazy, right. just like not just not just like lazy, like I like to hang out on Saturday and Sunday and watch sports on the couch, lazy like lazy, uh, like. Right. Just doesn't have a job, lives with his parents, right? No ambition to go anywhere. Like sat like wow, you know, good luck with that kind of situation. You're now looking at your girlfriend, going, "I'm pretty awesome, huh?" <laughs> yeah, I wasn't. I wasn't feeling awesome. Uh, it, well, I mean, to her compared to these guys, you're like, man, I'm punching down right now. Well, I don't know if it was a sense of pride for her, right? To be like, look at what I'm rugging now, and it's like, I'm not. I never right. felt that way. Mm-hmm. Like, I could see that being motivation, being like, mm, bring them around if they want. They can come see my new boyfriend. That's that's hard to. I mean, if she's one of those, if she ended up being one, if it's if you're in a relationship with one of these girls who knows that you're, you know, that guy who's out of her league, that kind of thing. Kind of mm. like when you when you feel like you're with a girl who's out of your league, you try so much harder. Right. You know what I mean? And I think men, for the most part, um. You know, there's a lot of guys who would say, you know, I don't really if I find somebody who's got something interesting to say and I can see through the bullshit and like 
say, oh, well, she's got an interesting perspective or she's really, really smart or whatever. You really don't really pay attention to what she looks like in a bikini. If you get far enough to have a conversation yeah, like that, if you sure. Get, if you get down the road and you're like, well, that person's really cool. And that's kind of how I rolled back in the day. I was like, you know, if they're if it's interesting, like right. it's worth pursuing. Um, but that when you, you know, we do have a lizard brain. So when, when, when you put that at the forefront, you certainly don't want to be the guy who's thinking to yourself, well, wow, I, I really settled for, uh, for something that was substandard. Right. Right. Know? But likewise, you don't want to be that person in the relationship that you're with. You don't want your girl looking at you being like, wow, I really, could have done so much better than you. Of course, of course. But I don't think dudes suffer through the same. Yeah. The, well, it's suffer through the same. Like you could have a dude. Like I don't know. I don't think anyone who was ever. I don't think the woman who married Bill Gates. You know, I don't think Melinda married Bill and thought to herself, "I really could have done better." His body is not all that. He's not right. a great conversationalist. You know, like right. I think the motivations are different. Sure, I for sure. And in my situation, uh. This girl turned out to have a pretty low self-esteem, so I think it wasn't about keeping Dick around. So you were like, hey, uh, I've got a package that I need you to deliver. (laughs) You can't ask what's in it. You can't look at it, but I need you to do some stuff for me, right, Cupcake? Right. You know what I mean? Right. I'll get you into some shit because you don't have the confidence to be like, no. Right. I think she would stay friends with her exes because it would make her feel like – Okay, we didn't work out because we just weren't right for each other, but he didn't leave me because he doesn't like who I am as a person. We're still friends. He likes me. He just thought my vagina was big. Look at all my ex-boyfriends. They stuck around because I'm actually a good person. We just aren't right for each other. And I think that was her way of trying to collect validation of people in her in her life to be like, well, they didn't stop being friends with me they after didn't we broke hate up. Me. So I obviously wasn't a horrible person. We just weren't right for each other. I'm like, okay, I can understand someone who has low self-esteem wanting to yeah, keep that around. Yeah, but you could have but... them as a Facebook friend right. and get the same validation without right. having to be like, come over and, and hang out with us. us. Yeah, exactly. We're, we're watching football at the bar together. I'm like, like we used to do, and you want me to come watch your new team with your new boyfriend's team? <laughs> I just can't wait for you to meet him. Oh my God, that and was it. I couldn't like, talk to anymore hey, you after left that. this light at my house. Right. <laughs> Bring it over. <laughs> that and her panties. Go, here you go. Yeah, sorry. Dog got a hold of them. They're hey, under the couch. Hey, bud, you want to hold on to these for her? They're a little rank. I don't know what we did that weekend, but yeah. ooh-wee. Man, They're oh, standing man. up on their own now. <laughs> here. Hey, buddy. Here, yeah. you, here you go. What's your name, Ted? How you doing, Ted? Ted, what's up, man? My, hey, go Broncos, am I right? That's right. <laughs> well, they really know how to stick it in the end zone, huh? You right. know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, man. Slippery when wet, Almost huh? like a glide. It was just so silky smooth the way he did that, just right? glided right in It's there. almost like, it's like, you know, didn't yeah. even know. Like, the rest of the team was just passed out, yeah. and he just got up in it real real nice and, guided and like, shady-like. Guided like a landing strip. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Have you seen the... Uh, yeah. Okay, you know what I'm talking about. Hey, how about. far along are you guys? Yeah. You guys... You guys, uh, you guys thinking about kids yet? Yeah. No? If you need any help in that department, yeah. you know, I can help. <laughs> yeah. I'll donate. You know what I'm saying? I'll donate. I'm a donator. I give. Yeah. I like hey, to give. Hey, hey honey, remember, remember that time you had to get that morning after pill? Yeah. It was a crazy time, wasn't it? <laughs> oh, my God. I would fucking kill that guy. Yeah. So, anyway, anyone listening to this, it just isn't, I mean, I'm not saying it can't work it's just not a good idea men or women i think you just no, need I'm to just saying let it, it go it, it can't i mean okay there's it can work 
But here's the guidelines. We'll lay them down. Okay. I'm very black or white on this. Okay, give it to me. Okay. Number one, you both have to be single okay. if you're going to be friends. Agreed. Number one. That's... Agreed. I okay. I meant not agreed. If you're in a relationship, okay, and you still want to be in contact with that other person, it has to be either professionally, meaning you work in the same office building... Mm-hmm. or you're, mm-hmm. you're connected through colleagues or something like that. Mm-hmm. Can't really get around that. Can't ask that person to get fired. But you don't invite them to social events. You right. run into them at a Christmas party or something. Okay, got to deal with that. Right. Right? But that'll be, that, that's acceptable. Okay? Um, if, you're, if you were married to that person and got divorced and had a child, you're going to see him all the time. So yes. articles brought that up. If you have a child, you should stay cordial. <laughs> you got to be friends with your ex. Yes. They're going to be there for the long your haul. And new boyfriends and new spouses need to have respect. And no. Respect yes. the child right. enough to maintain Understand. civility and show no animosity mm. that he got there after the fact. Number one reason, I think, right there to stay friends with your ex. Okay, well, it's not on. a reason to, but it, yeah, that's to make that's it work. when it's acceptable. We're talking about when it's acceptable to be friends with your ex. Got it. Um, so that, that's the those are the three. I think that's it. I think that's good. And the only connection that you can have with that person, uh, if you are not single, and um, you want to maintain some sort of, hey, reach out, how you doing, or follow, which is what most people do. Just I think it's a social norm, and that is follow them on Instagram or Facebook. And just yeah, keep it at that. And don't comment. Don't do anything. Just, right. hey, good to see you're doing well. Yeah, 10 years from down the line, you can see where they ended up and be okay with that. Just stay out of the purview of mm. the person who's in it to win it. Because you obviously had your shot and blew it. Rules are, these rules are good. Good advice. Have you ever had the uh, – or experienced the guy who uh, – or actually – did this girl ever introduce you to an ex that was still holding on? Because I had a friend uh, who dated this girl. He, he chased her all throughout college, had his shot to date her, dated her for a little while, and then she, you know, she moved away. Um, and then and he was obsessed. And he he just he never was writing. He just like she was kind of the one that got away. So when she kind of moved back into town, it. It was like he was all he was just every day. It was all about her. Couldn't get couldn't date any other women. She was always like that little devil on his shoulder that was just like, you could still have a shot with me. Right. You know, she dated whoever the hell she wanted to. Um, and whenever she was in a relationship, he was sad until he got into one. And then the moment she broke up with whoever she was with and was single again, that guy sabotaged his relationship just so that he could open up the window. Really? Oh, my God. Maybe. maybe? It, yeah. And it, it's oh like goodness. we were destined to be together, that kind of thing. Have you ever run into one of those ex- ex-boyfriends? Oh, man, that would be horrible. I don't know how, how I'd be able to handle Would you that. feel for him or would you be like, get away from me, Nat? Slippy slap. I'd feel for her. You would? For the girl that's being stalked by her ex. Do you feel like it's stalking? Because, I mean, I honestly, in seeing this, this particular person operate, the woman, right? I was kind of like... She plays it really fast and loose, and she's so flirty with everybody. Oh, she def- so she may, she, yeah. dude. She would put That's out the, different. she would be putting out the signals, mm-hmm. but she knew, and a lot of girls do this. They know when they've got somebody who is like genuinely in love with them. Right. They know that they can get them, to keep them right here, get them to do what, yeah, arms length, just in case I need them anytime. 
I'll little... even I'll even throw you a makeout sesh or a feel ski mm-hmm. when I get drunk, you know, just because I can pretend it's somebody else or whatever, just to keep you around, mm-hmm. keep you chasing that carrot. And then when you cross that line, I act completely like. <gasps> What? I can't believe this happened. Why are you doing this? Oh my God! I thought I was so clear. Dumb. We're yeah. friends, right? I said it like a thousand times. I kiss him on the cheek. Come here. It's Come here. Right. It's Get okay. in here. Let me. I can't stay mad at you. We, we're good friends. We're always gonna be the. Best. <laughs> I haven't had that, but that that sounds like an exhausting situation. Oh, I. Uh, if you find yourself ever in a yeah. situation where you've got a guy like that, or a girl like that, where they they care more about their personal needs. And they don't even they're they don't, they don't even have the respect to be like, look, this is not gonna happen. Right. Please move on. For, yes. For both. Please of our don't sakes. waste your time with me. I'm not worth it. Right. Like, we should just stop being friends. Actually. Well, that is a mature person right there. I'm able to lay it out and just plain as day. And that's stick a psychopath, to it. right? That's a sociopath, right there. Somebody who's like. I'm going to keep all of these little plates spinning, thinking right. that they're in love with me. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to bone all these guys. Every time they see me, I'm boning a new dude. Right. And I know that they're just going home and crying as they jerk off. Right. And it's just going to be one big set. And they're going to waste so much time thinking about what will never be. <laughs> oh. there, I, I think that goes both ways. I think there are guys and girls out there like that. More girls probably. Way more girls have con- dudes don't have that kind of control over over women. Oh sure. No. Dude, well, actually, dudes have control over women if they put in the time. There are guys out there dated. that give them. They you know, Hey, we're just friends, but they still they seed. Sh- they string them along, mm-hmm. and it's you it. see that in the romantic comedies. Like, sure, is he gonna call me? Mm-hmm. He calls me every time, and I go over and we bone, and it's great. And then the next morning, he's right. like, "Get the fuck out of my apartment." <laughs> and I, and I just think he's quirky that way. It reminds me of that movie. Uh, uh, just not that into you. He's just not that into you. That movie. Have you seen that? Yeah, I it's, think so. It's called He's Just Not That Into You. and it's, it's Did it perfect, turn out that he was just that into her? It's a perfect representation. There's seven, It's one of those movies like singles where you cover like four or five different relationships. And right. Some of them intertwine and some of them don't. Some of them are friends. Some of them a new boyfriend or whatever. And they cover that. I, can, I think they cover that topic very well in that movie. Well, dude, I just I, – I don't know. There's something that comes with, with getting older and obviously uh, I don't want to – be the guy who states the obvious shit that anybody once you hit middle age right. comes up with, but it's kind of like eventually you just don't want to fuck with the, you know, just I- any games move on. No, no, t- you don't want to waste a single it's time. Yeah. minute you start on learning. somebody who's going to fucking jerk you around. And you can start seeing it a mile away after 35. Yeah. You mean, I feel like you can kind of just right away, you can see, okay, okay, this is a game player. Yeah, this her problems a, are my problems. Right. Yeah, that's a that's that's a deal breaker. Right. Like a quick deal breaker. There's just too much, there's just too much ass out there in the sea, man. I say don't do it. It slows progress. Yeah, I'm with you. Good topic, dude. Thanks, man. I, I appreciate that. Right on.
Check mic. Okay. Riggedy, riggedy wreck. We're rolling. We're rolling. We are rolling. On the 5.0 with ragtop down so my hair can blow. Oh my God. Let's talk about writing songs. Oh man, I don't want to. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I really don't. Oh man, if anyone can see your face just drop. No, no. Uh -uh. Let me, uh, you know what? Okay. Um, um, Bitcoin. Another Ryan's corner. Well, not really. I, I, we don't talk. We haven't. We talk about not talking about the crypto market, but we don't actually talk about the crypto market. But oh, geez. okay. Well, but well, I'm, well. I'm gonna, I'm gonna just take it to it. Just a quick niche. I want to ask you. In an ideal world, or maybe not even an ideal world, with everything that you know so far. Two chicks at the same time. You don't need a million dollars to do that. <laughs> with all you know so far, I mean, you've got me into it. I'm, I'm convinced. I love watching it. I love playing it. I love seeing what's going to happen. I'm kind of excited about the future. But that being said, if, you, if it was your choice with all the tech that's coming out, the way things are going with that world... How does the how would the future look to you? Like if you had your choice of all the technology and all the things that's going to change, give it twenty years, say two generate maybe twenty thirty years from now. If it becomes the norm, it doesn't not even if it even if it becomes the norm with what you know, how would you like to see things change? Like what would you like to see happen? Like for instance, are you now just paying with some sort of digital something? Are you uh, you know, well, what's isn't di- everybody what's already doing that? Right. But what's different? Like, seriously different? Like, what would you like to see happen? Not what you think is going to happen, but in an ideal world, you'd be like, man, I think that it'd be great if, if because of this, this happens, this happens, and this well, happens. Well, I, th- I think it's a broad question to ask. It is. But yes. I'm also going to say that I think the way that the current financial institutions with the central banks, uh, kind of the way that they operate now, mm-hmm. it's... It, it's become too corrupt. It's systemic. Um, and I say that based off the fact that there's too much automation, meaning if you go back in time and you look at things historically, right, they – everything kind of moves – the money always seems to be moving and the most opportunity seems to be moving where the technology is growing the fastest, Right. Uh, so w- when you start implementing bots and AI onto trading platforms and you now have the ability through like arbitrage to have robots placing trades, it, it, you know, the milliseconds, nanoseconds, picoseconds, you know, down to, down to the fastest trades size speed that you can. Yeah. There's a lot of ways for people to make money, um, through that automation and it's been extremely lucrative. If you look at the, the, the growth that we had since the crash in 2008. And you're talking about the stock market. Okay. Stock market, housing market, et cetera. Yep. The explosive growth that we've seen from, from the, the, the end of the correction, which was around 2009, uh, I'll say September 2009, sometime around there. That, I mean, we dropped down to 8,000 points on the, on the Dow Jones index. Okay. Um, now, granted, I think the highest that we went – uh, before the 2008 and the Dow Jones was somewhere in the teens, you know, 13, 14, 15, something like that. Um, and it took us a while to get there. So we've had two classifiably very large corrections that happened uh, in between the 90 
1990 and 2010, right? And they happened close to 10 years apart from one another, right? right. So we had a, and we had a little recession in the in the early 90s as well. Um, but it's like we had the dot dot com bust, right? And then we had the housing market bust. Well. So we're seeing a pattern at this point. Yeah, well, there's always patterns to follow, and mm-hmm. you could go and, and look at technical analysis all day long. But when you're talking about these cycles, the problem with it is, is if, you, if, you're, if you're not learning from these mistakes and you don't realize that, that things have to m- move organically, like there's no such thing as a, a never-ending growth or, or something that goes parabolic and simply doesn't go back down, right? And what we've seen is between 2009 and this year, in 2019, we're almost back up to ATH or all-time high on the Dow Jones Index as well as the S&P and, and, and the others. It's it's risen at such a rate over the last 10 years. I mean, we, we went from you know a low of 8,000, which is when it bottomed out in 2009, and we've gone as high as, I think, 27 or 28,000 on the DGI. Wow. Right? Mm-hmm. So you're talking about three times growth, more than that. You know what I mean? In 10 years. Yeah. And it's it, it parabolic, as they yeah. say. So if, if you're trying to draw a line, and that's how most TA technical analysis starts, is that you're, you're drawing a line of growth, and it, it always looks like a triangle, whether the triangle's on the way up and you're measuring the, the peak of the last one and you're measuring it down, or you're measuring it from where a, a low point down and you're measuring uh, to a high point. It's going to go from a point down at the bottom to... Uh, you know, a, a, a sizable distance between where it was at the bottom and where it was at its peak going up. Likewise, you'll see that same thing going down. So we have been nothing but going up. So if you look at the stock market, it's just, it's false. Like our, 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 our uh, gross domestic product isn't growing. Our economy is not growing. Uh, the the way that you would anticipate it to be growing with the Since it's uh, amount out. of money getting pumped in the stock market. Right. So you've got all these stocks that, whether it's the tax cuts and the buybacks and the and making it easier for people, you know, big, big corporations to bring money in from overseas, um, you know, it's it's getting propped up and it's all kind of smoke and mirrors because nobody's wages have really gone up right. over the last 10 years. You know what I mean? If you were making sixty thousand as a teacher, what are you making now? Sixty five thousand. Right. I mean, it's not a big difference. Right. So, it's just the rich getting richer, and the valuations are extremely high for those who have the money to put in and, and buy into these things. But it, ultimately, you it all rides on the back of the middle class. Right. So when you introduce something like digital currencies, do you feel like because of all that, digital currency was born? Absolutely. Mainly. I know that's why that's it was why. born. Okay. It, I mean, they, they've been throwing around the idea of digital currencies, you know, years before. Um, it, wasn't a, it wasn't a new concept in terms of being able to just move over to a completely digitized f- form of, of, of uh, storage of value. But nobody had figured it out to the extent that they did with, you know, the, the, the ledger, the, the publicly decentralized ledger where everybody gets a copy and whether they're using mining, proof of stake, you know, whatever, the idea that everybody gets a copy and there's that transparency, while at the same time you can create a, a layer of anonymity that you couldn't do through the central banking platform, um, it, it just changed the game. Like the the way that the way that Satoshi, I guess Satoshi's vision of it. That's all. That's what I was going to ask you. I, do, I mean, do we know who 
birthed it, uh, so to speak. Bill Clinton. <laughs> no, we do not know who Satoshi is. There's a lot of people out there who who think Satoshi is a couple of guys. Um, right. You know, like, I did read that. The and and the, their developers who you know were in that forum and they came up with this idea and they they put it out there and it's really brilliant the way that they kind of masked themselves the creators of it you know i've got friends who say oh it's the government the government is satoshi um which would make a lot of sense too because eventually that you know we have a reckoning on our hands where you have this you know people are going to be looking at the central banks and looking at these financial institutions and and saying oh wait we're all tied to these interest rates that the federal reserve has the ability to change the interest rates basically anytime they choose they can they can set it high set it low and all of our dollars are, you know, and, and and there's a lot of little Easter eggs, which I found very interesting with with, with Satoshi. Um, so his birthday just actually came to pass recently. I, I, I don't remember. His. Yeah, Satoshi. Yeah, we don't know who, who yeah, it was. Yeah. But I think it was um, like the 7th of April or something like that. But if you look at the dates, like he stated, you know, when he put in his birthday to sign up for the thing that he was born in like 1985 or something. Um, okay. I, I think, I don't know, but if you match up the dates, um, one of the things that came out was if you look at that same date and you take it back to uh, historically, I don't remember if it was, uh, Eisenhower who did it. It made it, I think that's the guy who did it or it wasn't Truman. Maybe one of those two, like, and they basically said before we got off the gold standard, this is before. Nixon came along and said, "Hey, we're we're no longer backing fiat dollars by with ounce of gold," um, and it's the same general principle. That's what Bitcoin represents: that storage of value, finite supply, right? Um, and you have to mine it in order to get any new coins minted. Um, so he basically they, they had a thing that went out that basically was around the 1930s uh, during the Depression, and it it was their way, the government's way. The Fed's way of saying, hey, you can't, if you have gold, by law, you have to, to turn it over and and cash it in. Yeah, basically. and get get currency, get, right. get our fiat Federal Reserve notes. We'll, we're going to take your gold by force. No hiding it under mattresses, no hoarding it, no nothing. If you have gold, you're not, you're basically not allowed to own gold. You, you can only own Federal Reserve notes. Right. And um, th- that was their way of, and that, that matches up to, satoshi's birthday um what does the when that notice went out okay when that went into effect interesting Um, yeah okay it's it's strange there's a lot of that some of it's actually in the hard code the the actual source code of of the bitcoin protocol right and you can you can take a look and see like oh wow if you look up like you know Easter eggs, Bitcoin. It'll mm-hmm. it'll tell you all the little little nuances of, of the stuff that's going on. Well, it would make sense if it was the government and they made it this anonymous, where we don't know who Satoshi is, because whoever did it, if they were the government, they were like, look, if they know it's us, this isn't going to work. Well, I don't. I certainly don't think that they would have introduced something that they knew inherently was going to disrupt what you was know, already there. It, yeah, the infrastructure that we already have in place. Um, to the extent that it, it's likely going to Unless go. they're watching it imploding before their eyes. Well, they're going, we've got to come up with something. <laughs> they're actually, I think that the, mm. I think governments around the world are investing pretty heavily in Bitcoin just as a precautionary measure because it doesn't matter if they come up with their own federal coin, you know, their own government-backed coin, um, you know, to replace whatever fiat that yeah. they're using. 
or some sort of stable coin like Tether or USDC, something right. like that. Um, you know, eventually, uh, if you're talking about digital currencies in general, there's going to be one classifiable storage value. That'll be the one coin that may, and it has to be something that we, that you know, no, no one government controls majority of interest in. Right. You know what I mean? Like it. it so I think it'll kind of organically get to that point, which is why you're going to see such a frenzy in terms of the Bitcoin price. Because I mean, we've already lost a large percentage. Whether they were they're locked in wallets, nobody can access. They were stolen. They were you know somebody left them on a thumb drive somewhere. Right. You just don't. I mean, I explained that to somebody recently. Like, yeah, there's mil- millions of dollars that are unaccessible. Yeah, by and, anybody. And, and Satoshi, you know, he's got over I think um, over a million Bitcoin in his wallet, and it, it honestly. It's, it hasn't been touched, been touched since the Genesis block. Like it had, since it started, mm-hmm. that's how much he mined originally. That's how much is in his his wallet, and that wallet has remained unaffected throughout the course of all of this stuff. Right. And obviously, if somebody ever touch, were to touch that, we it would make it are. would make global news. Right. Um. But we'll see. Right. We'll see how all of that goes. But yeah, that's billions of dollars that are just basically sitting in a in an untouched wallet. So for all we know, it's locked and the person doesn't have the access code. <laughs> yeah, maybe, but who knows? Uh, as as far as where I see everything going, I think it, it's gotta. We've got to get away from the idea, it, whether it's it's gold or it's some other asset that that we can actually put faith into the the storage value of. Right. Uh, it can't simply continue to move down the road as as fiat. I mean, it, it just can't. There's no, there's no true value in fiat. The only faith is the faith that we put into it. And as you see in places like Venezuela, when you reach a point of hyperinflation or, or people stop believing in it, you could show up with briefcases full of this stuff and you won't even be able to fill your car up with gas. Right. It's toilet paper. So it's got to be backed by something legitimate where people know that you can't just print more of it. Right, you know, you can't you can't just make more. You can't. But do- see, people that don't know, and even me a little bit, uh, you you say digital currency, and you're like, then there's an endless supply. There's not. I mean, I mean there you could can, be. You can make right? as much digital currency as you want. Mm-hmm. Meaning, you could come up with a brand new Ethereum, a brand new Ripple, sure. a brand new whatever. They all need. If it's going to get any traction, it's got to serve a purpose, mm-hmm. and people got to find value in it. The reason that Bitcoin is done what it's done is because it's the original mm-hmm. it is kind of shrouded in a little bit of mystery um, and faith-based just kind of what there there is here. there's an absolute finite supply so you know without a shadow of a doubt that there's never going to be more than 21 million in existence um security is only getting better development's only getting better it is open source so mm-hmm. anybody can contribute to the to the project if they want um and it, it, i don't know as far as the long term, I don't think that people are going to be paying for stuff in Bitcoin. I'm not going to be a maximalist and say, "Oh, Bitcoin's the way to go," and we're all going to be buying coffee and cars with it. Well, not just I'm not talking Bitcoin itself, but of all the different digital currencies that are coming about, that's some there's form of be, Bitcoin to be the way. Well, there's I think that it's a you look at altcoins versus Bitcoin. So everything that's not Bitcoin is considered an altcoin, okay. right? Mm-hmm. So you're going to have a lot of different players in the game. Right, kind of the same way when you look at how all of these all of these government fiat or federal 
government-backed currencies started. It all started, everybody had gold. Gold was it. He who had the gold made the rules, right? That was it. And whoever had the most gold was the wealthiest nation. Well, then once we got off the gold standard and we issued this new form, right, using central banks and and the Fed and all this stuff, and we have these Federal Reserve notes, now all of a sudden gold, I mean, it's not tethered. Gold is worth $1,300 an ounce, something ridiculous like that at this point. If it was still tethered to fiat, how much do you think a dollar, $1 would be worth $1,300? It's not. Right. Right? So gold as efficient as it is as a precious metal is as a storage of value. It's also not something that people in general are going to be able to keep and store and hold and, and whatever else. Accessibility is very difficult. Right. And there's no way for me to send, you know, 52 ounces of gold. You know, if I've got a, somebody over overseas, right. my sister lives in Australia. I want to send her money. I can't, that I can't, right? that's, that's remittance. So I can't send that across. It's not easy to send that without, it getting lost along the way, falling right. out the back of a truck. Yeah, you know that's where Bitcoin solves all these problems. It gives you all the stuff that you need from gold, finite supply. Gives you and you and you can trust in the value of it because there is such a limited supply. Um, and if that becomes the standard, I mean, it's going to change the. It's going to change everything. You don't. You know. You don't have. There's no 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 more need for quantitative easing. No more need for quantitative tightening. Which is kind of what we're doing now. We're gonna we're gonna slowly start moving into raising the interest rates. Right. You know what I mean? The same old, same old. It's just exactly uh, try, trying to keep the system propped up so that we don't have a ca- catastrophic meltdown. Right. But once again, since everything is so automated, the chance of a a complete meltdown at, at rapid speed is it's going to be these machines. That I'll say, oh, if everybody's dumping, so am I. Right. And it'll just happen that much faster. So I don't think that we're actually in control of our markets the same way. And that's part of what's made everything so great is the automation because machines see it going up and machines say, I'm going to keep buying in. Right. But the moment. They help balance it out. Exactly. The minute, moment it starts you know, running out, you're going to have people selling really, really quickly. Um, so all of the altcoins are going to serve purpose, meaning same way that the dot, there's the dollar, there's the ruble, there's the yuan, there's the, you know, there, there's all these different currency world currencies and and they all serve a purpose, serve a purpose (laughs) for that particular country and that country's needs. Right. Altcoins. I feel like there's going to be champions, right. Within each, uh, within each nation, They'll adopt a specific coin, and that'll kind of be their thing. But it'll be it'll be backed by something like Bitcoin, right? Backed by something like gold, backed by a real asset. It'll be just like you're taking your coin over to another country and just converting it to that coin, right? So America might have EOS, <clears throat> right? You know, China might have Tron, Russia mm-hmm. might have Ethereum. You know, you just don't know what's going to happen with, with which currency they're they're going to start buying up in mass supply, or if they're going to issue their own, right? Which is a harder road to go. Mm-hmm. Um, but ultimately, we are all going to find ourselves at a point where, you know, the power, uh, or the concentration of power is going to shift more into uh, the back to the customer, back to the pe- people who want to have, con- yeah, exactly, who want to have control over why, you know, why am I paying a bank fee? I, I, I wired money today and I had to spend 20 bucks right. just to get it wired. If I had done it using Stellar, I would have paid less than a penny. 
Um, right. And it would it would have been instantaneous because nobody actually has to physically do it. Exactly. You don't have to pay people banks. But this is how banks have gotten to be banks. They they're all taking their fees. They take your money, they lend it out to people, mm-hmm. and they take interest on that. And what percentage of, the, you know, let's just say they're giving you a loan out at 5% or 15% or whatever on my money, right? right. I'm, I've got my savings account, and they're using money, that my money and everybody else's money that's in there to give out a loan to somebody and charging them 10 or 15%, um, if that's the whatever the deal is. Right. Right? Well, what percentage of that interest rate Am I going to be making on my money for letting you use it? I'm taking a percentage of a percentage from the central banks. Right. So if they're making 10%, they're offering me like 2.5. If you're lucky. Or or 4%. So right. I'm, I'm making scrap by comparison to what those guys are making. Um, and, you know, that that's not sustainable. Right. You know, that, that puts all of the wealth and all of the power in the hands of very few. Um, and once we start... I mean, I feel like we've only slowly started to pull the curtain back on this stuff. Right. But the more that we do, more obvious I think it'll become to the average everyday Joe retail consumer, you know, investor that uh, may be parking my money with somebody who's going to, you know, open up accounts uh, in my name uh, or charge me fees right. every time I t- charge me 250 every time I want to take my money out of their bank. Or charge me overdrawn, you know, an over uh, overdrawn or whatever Jeez, fee if I don't right. have the, the correct balance that they've dictated in there. Um, you know, that's when we're going to start to see if that, if people start shying away and, and all of a sudden adoption ramps up uh, and now it's easier to spend. And there will be coins like cryptocurrencies that it, it, it'll be as easy as Apple Pay. It'll be as easy as Samsung right. Pay. It'll that be... option will be there, and slowly people will be like, well, let me try this out. Yeah, and I believe credit scores, right, are also, that's another big racket. Maybe obsolete? I think that uh, it, they're either going to change with the times, or mm. the credits. nobody's going to give a fuck about credit scores anymore, because all you'll need to do is say, here's my wallet address, and here's my current balance. Right. Here's my current crypto balance. You know, you don't need to, this is the, you know. This is how much I have. This is this is my collateral. But if you're but but if you still need some you still need a, a credit score if you if you're still in the world that you have to borrow. Right, but credit credit scores are based off of your identity. Right? And okay. your and your social security number and and all the things that are done in your name. Right. With that. So, you know, if you think about identity theft, mm-hmm. which is a huge problem, there are people who are scammers who are out there opening up credit cards in other people's names cuz they you know, hit your mom up with a fake email address mm-hmm. saying, Hey, I work Click for, here. I work for, yeah, change your password, something like that. And they get in and mm-hmm. now they can open up as many credit cards as they want and just absolutely destroy right. your credit score. Yeah. And how do you, how do you fix that? You know right. what I mean? I you mean got, new, yeah. In order to get back up to a point where anybody who would lend you money would take you seriously, it, would, it takes years yeah. to do. And it's you, a scary thing. The new email I've been getting lately is it, it, it's saying it's coming from Apple, saying thank you for your purchase, please verify. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, whoa, that's an easy twist right there for someone who has no idea, an older person or whatever. Right. So you've got all this, all this, everything's already digitized anyway, and there, and your information is being protected on central servers, right? So if somebody really wanted to get a hold of your information. If they know enough, all they really need to know is either A, can they get into an email address right. that you have? Can they uh, download your contact list? 
you know, it's all about collecting as much information as you can, which most people, you're forced to sign up and register your shit online anyway. For everything. Right. So if that information gets collected and they're on, it's on a central server and I somehow can fake my way into saying to some tier three customer support person in New Delhi for your bank and convince them that I'm you, yeah. now all of a sudden it's a game game over situation. Right. You I mean, know what you I mean? You have like, free reign to do whatever you want I can, at that point. I can take out credit cards in your name. Mm-hmm. I can I can spend everything you've got. So I didn't think about that. So this so digital what, currency could really solve that exactly because it would basically mean anybody who if you since it is a decentralized thing. So let's just say it's like Coinbase, right, or Gemini or one of these other exchanges. Let's just say uh, somebody tries to call up and pretend to be you. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, with the know your customer or, or KYC, right? You have to take a photo of your driver's license or whatever, mm-hmm. but then they use this like two-factor authentication methods, which in most cases your bank doesn't even require. Oh yeah. When you, when you're logging in to check your balance on your bank account, um, I think they have it available, but most people don't even think to use it. Right. Um, and you you can also falsify people are using their thumb to scan in on their Apple phone, so you can you can pull prints off of somebody's iPhone if you collect it with nothing more than carbon dust and tape right um so it's there's a lot of ways to get around it but but the way that they make you authenticate these things um it's a i feel like it's much more secure in the crypto world because it has to be because it it, you know if if somebody gets a hold of your keys that's it right and since it's a decentralized server you know you can set thing you can set up the security measures to make sure that you know they have to, there's so many hoops that have to be jumped through. Like whenever I make a deposit or a withdrawal or whatever, it, it asks me to, to really verify that what's going on. Right. You know, um, and make sure that it's, I'm the one doing it because once it's done, it's done. So there's a finality to it that you, you can't, you could un- probably undo with your bank or your credit card. You can't do it with cryptocurrency. Right. Um, that transaction has been made. Correct. Yeah, and there's a lot of people who've made mistakes by you know not putting in the right decimal place and you know buying Bitcoin for thirty thousand dollars instead of three, um, right? Just because it was they were they weren't paying attention, right? But uh, that's where you learn. That's how that's how you progress. That's how you get better. Uh, and and there's people who are developing ways around it to add these just additional layers of security. So if we if we get to that point, I'm very confident that. You know, from in the terms of, of credit scores and in the terms of, you know, keeping Big Brother happy, making sure that you're the central bank that you use um, is is ha- is satisfied, you know, right. like they're just happy, Getting to, happy to take your money right. right now. But once money starts flooding out and into these digital forms, they're either going to jump on board or, you know, they're going to ride the wave down in a very sad fashion. And I don't think any millennial or gr- even groups in our age, like if you don't at least have a curiosity about Bitcoin and you're under the age of 45, then right. you're, you're going to get passed by real quick. Right. Because we're trying to do things, this this new generation, we're, we were, we're kind of saddled with this just ungodly amount of, of federal debt. You right. Know, whether it's a pensions or just our, our overall debt. You know, I think oh, it's, yeah. we're at 22 trillion, trillion something like yeah. that. And then you add, add pension funds like Social Security and then you add student debt and then yeah. you add all the other things that we're, we're carrying on our shoulders. It's it's uh, it's enough to choke any generation. Yeah. 
which is why, you know, that they keep coming out in the housing market saying, hey, look, you know, millennials aren't interested in buying your seven bedroom palatial estate for five million dollars. They want to buy the tiny home. Right. In a more affordable area. Right. Because, you know, they simply don't need all that shit. So these people are having, you know, the, the baby boomer generation who went up and bought up all the property who are looking to sell their houses. Who do you think they're going to be selling that shit to? Right. I mean, they're going to be selling it to people who are looking to park their cash. Right. Or they're going to be people who are really well off who are looking to park their cash or 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 other baby boomers who maybe have a couple extra years left. Right. You know what I mean? But property taxes on a lot of the, on a $5 million property. I mean, you're not going to find a lot of people not worth it. in this generation who are, who are willing to say, yeah, I really need the six, six bedroom, you know, 5,000 square foot home to raise my two children. Right. Because I got to clean it and I got to mow the lawn and I got to right. do all the bullshit that comes along with it. Plus I got to spend, you know, however much $50,000 a year, depending on where you are in property taxes. Right. Like that's just pissing away money if, so, so that I can use two or three rooms out of the house. Right. Like, ugh. so there's a real shift going on. Yeah. And I'm very, uh, I'm, I'm very excited about where we're going to land, but there's so much growing pains that are going right. to have to happen. And then so much disparity that's going to take place during the transition. Yeah. Um, as the torch gets passed, so to speak. Sure. You know, wealth is going to be created on an ungodly level as, you know, people start to shift their Just their, their faith. Right. Their faith in what that what they used to find value in is going to mm-hmm. is going to it's going to yeah. And there are a lot of powers that be that are going to definitely try and slow that process down. I mean, I remember, I remember when I went to the bank and I had my I had my 401k and I was like, yep, yeah, I'm, you know, I'm going to, I was putting it in the bank so I could transfer it to crypto. And I remember when I was putting it in the bank, they're like, so, uh, you know, what, what are you going to do with this? How do you, do you want to invest it? What are you going to do? I'm like, well, <laughs> you want I'm, me to handle your I'm money gonna for put, you? I'm going to put it in crypto. You can't help me. And like, oh, 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 okay. No. <laughs> and there's no, there's no shortage of, um, financial or wealth management advisors some of which we have here right down the hall from us so we, you sure. know, we, we talk to them all the time and they're like well tell me i mean they, they were laughing know. all the way to the bank last year during the bear market um just because they were like yeah, it was a fad we knew it was going to be a fad you know but they said the same thing in 2014 right you know what i mean a uh, thousand bucks it's never going to go any higher you know twenty thousand bucks man it's dead it's going down to all zero right. That you was know? a fad. Now Tim Draper comes out today and he's like, "Oh, it's gonna hit you know two hundred fifty thousand dollars by twenty twenty two and everybody's like, "You're full of shit. It's not gonna happen." Well, yeah, it is just based off of the way that the this cycle works and and um, and I think once we get past that for this next hump, it's gonna be kind of an undeniable thing. I mean, once you hit that mass mass adoption phase. You know, Facebook just came out saying, "Oh, we're looking for a, a billion dollars in, in investment so that we can get our cryptocurrency off the ground." Right. With right. as many users as they have, I mean that they're going to have a lot. They're going to have at least uh, six billion supply of coins for that. Right. So at least each each one of them represents a buck. But that thing has—they already said it has the ability to shoot up thirty-nine percent. And value. The Facebook coin is what you're saying, mm-hmm. yeah. just because they 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 can hit adoption so much faster than anybody else due to how many users they have. Right. So where do I? You ask. I've been tangenting all over the place, but you ask where where are we going to be? Down, uh, yeah. Down just, the road, just a few big things that you would see being different 
because of it. I still see people t- tethering to something that is familiar. Right. Right. So what's the difference between a doll, you know, USD and USDC? What? I don't, I mean, USD one's, is. One's purely digital and one of them's paper. One's, yeah. Right. So that's the whole thing. And you have, that, that's why they say the stable coin market's going to be huge this year. And those are all pegged by, you know, tethered to real world assets. So it's all, you know, they'll, they'll print, they'll make more of them or they'll, they'll burn coin. And that'll, and for them, for the most people, that's still, they can get grasp that concept. Grasp that concept and they can still look at it and say United States dollar. Okay. Right. Okay. It's right. still USDC. It's still right. It's still a US dollar. It's just a digital form of a dollar. Right. So it doesn't mean that they have to change their mentality altogether. And be like, what? You mean my money can be either worth more or less at any given moment? Like that's what's going to scare people. And it will. Yeah, it won't. It'll always be right. worth one dollar. But the the best part about the stablecoin marketplace and and where what they're trying to do with it is that by te- pegging it to what what everybody knows to be a true value. Because it's a digital-based cryptocurrency with its own public ledger, they have the ability to tie it to a cryptocurrency for storage value, meaning the, an asset that they would be backing it with. So instead of it just being fiat, they're pegging it to the U.S. dollar at right. this point. But eventually all they have to do at whatever point is flip a switch and say, all right, now all USDC coins are backed by Bitcoin and that what I've been trying to explain. The U.S. Reserve of Bitcoin is USDC are all backed by U.S. Reserve of Bitcoin. Right, and I think that's a big one because I've been trying to explain this every little bit of information I kind of think of, and I'm trying to talk to one of my best friends, and he's like, I don't know, I don't know. And he's like, but it's not backed. You know what I mean? And like that's his biggest fear. It's like, but you know, our money is backed. It's impossible, almost impossible to back cash with anything just because there's so much of it printed and floating around. They right. all have their own serial numbers, sure. But how many of them are stuck to the bottom of somebody's shoe or, right. you know, got flushed on a toilet or torn in half or, you know, whatever. Like, you don't – and some of it could be in a, a bag buried in the desert somewhere. I mean, you just don't know where that cash goes. And c- considering the fact that they can print and shred the supply at any given time, they're just going off of what they currently know is in circulation. Right. right. However – and there's no way to back back that to any, any kind of asset – but with a stable coin, you now have the ability to, to do a, a layered, like a soft work, for instance, and say, okay, now we have an additional chain layer that recognizes all of the current Bitcoin in existence. And all those Bitcoin, all the USDC coins are now backed by Bitcoin. So we have the ability to actually match up the value of each created coin and destroyed coin. All of those coins are, are listed in the ledger. Right. Right. So you know exactly where they are, what wallet they belong to, mm-hmm. et cetera, and so forth. So it makes it really easy to control the supply that goes in um, right. versus the, the coin supply that gets burned. So it, it just it, it's impossible to do that with fiat at this, at this stage in the game, which is why it is probably so terrifying to your buddy because right. it's not backed by anything. But it's a lot easier to back uh, any stable coins that are created. Yeah. To you can back them with existing digital assets if you if you want to it very simply by com- by comparison to what you would do with cash you just can't do okay. it right so that's why we're going to see that big changeover you know a U.S. dollar cash as they 
if they they back it with Bitcoin or whatever, all of a sudden, you know, the the USDC, while it's one USDC, the value of it in terms of the global marketplace is going to fluctuate based off of the reserves that the US has and Bitcoin. So everybody's gross domestic product is going to be based uh, like on that that well excuse me their dollar whatever mm-hmm. their stable coin is that they're using is going to be backed by their gross domestic product meaning how much do, do we export per year uh and how much do we collect in taxes and et cetera and so forth that all contribute to the federal reserve holdings of bitcoin and since none of them are ever printed or destroyed that we'll always right. know exactly how much the country is worth how much the country is um you know, contributing, right. bringing in our, our profits and losses as a nation. It just keeps the book so much cleaner. And there's so much less room for manipulation right. by l- large central banks. There's no need for government bailouts at that point. Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like you printed all this money, they lost it. Oh, okay, we'll just print more and, and give it to you. Right. You know, people, they're too big to fail. It's going to be kind of a way way of the past if you man it really does solve a lot of just a lot of problems yeah well in my mind there's only uh there's only one path forward and that is we have to rethink the entire infrastructure of our financial markets because they're the stock markets are too overvalued over uh overvaluated mm-hmm. and the valuations are way too high uh we're we're at peak on the housing markets Right, we're we're we have a credit bubble that's about to go boom, um, and we're we're basically, you know, we're following the words of people who have been been manipulating the system uh, and getting wealthy off the system forever for decades. Yeah, and it's time to have a seismic shift, and once that shift in faith takes place, those wealthy people, which you were totally scared about it you know especially cats at the imf you know the international monetary fund right um you know that those those the four horsemen of the apocalypse so to speak you know the one the ones who control whether or not we could have electric cars or solar panels or right you know they're who killed the yeah, electric car exactly you know? that, that it's that group that says we're gonna we're gonna kill this concept or we're gonna prop this concept up if if cryptocurrencies reach enough people to hit a mainstream level of adoption it's it's gonna change and you're already kind of seeing it with smaller governments and emerging markets right right right. where struggling countries who are way in debt all those people who are dealing with hyperinflation are starting to dump their money into things like dash right south africa has a huge market for the dash coin right so you'll see you'll start to see that 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 there's this shift and eventually it, it, it will it will happen and everybody's going to be playing catch up. And if you're the guy who's sitting there right now with a billion US dollars in the bank, right? Right. And all of a sudden everything gets hyperinflated and overnight everybody decides they're going to switch over to crypto, you're just not going to be able to convert your portfolio fast to be that valuable fast like, yeah, yeah fast enough for it to make your 50 billion won't if be you're worth behind, as if, much if, if you're behind, if you've just been co- crypto coasting and getting your dividends and getting your I'm not paying attention your interest your interest rates and the market tanks it's not like it's going to tank it's going to tank and it's just going to keep ta- it's going to keep taking all the way through a transition and if you have it if you're not smart enough to have fo- to have followed 
you're going to everybody all those guys are going to be going into panic mode um and it, it'll be a it'll be a sight to behold it's going to be a very very scary time i think for a lot of people because there's going to be people who lose their homes mm-hmm. the job market's going to dry up mm-hmm. uh, and the world's going to go into a really heavy duty global recession if not a global depression for for some time well we sort of pick ourselves back up and reinvent things <laughs> right well I, I mean people look at, have asked me like oh man how are you coping and i'm like coping with what yeah. and they're like how are you coping with you know i mean you're a big cryptocurrency guy you 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 made made a fortune in 2017 i mean to lose all of it like to for it to drop like 90 percent, bro right i mean that's got to be tough and i'm like no i bought more <laughs> i'm like dude i've been buying like crazy all the way down and i'm buying even more now it stays down. And, and i said you know it's interesting that you should say that because i'm that guy who was buying and, and mining and, and interested in this stuff when you guys were all hating on it the first like i wrote it up to from from a hundred bucks to a thousand right and then wrote it from a thousand back down to a hundred Right. And then I kept buying in and and mining and doing, you know, getting interested in the platforms and, and th- these different and protocols. Familiar with it and, and everything. So, yeah. Am I am I pissed that it went up to twenty thousand dollars? No. Am I pissed that it dropped from twenty thousand dollars down to three thousand dollars? No. Why? Because it's proof. The more. <laughs> yeah. And the the all of the stuff that I bought, I bought it like. A hundred dollars, two hundred dollars, three hundred. I'm I'm so far up on my investment right. that I made five years ago, six years ago, seven years ago. That that there, I'm still like thousands of percent. <laughs> yeah, yeah. In terms of of going uh, going up, so yeah, no, it it doesn't phase me at all. Right. Yeah, sure, I could have walked away with you know many many more zeros. Uh, if if I had just cashed out and and said no, but at the same time, uh, if you believe in it, you go okay. Well, this is how this 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 is just the start of something really right interesting. So this is going to only get bigger and bigger and bigger. So yeah, if if I go up to two hundred fifty thousand per coin and then it drops down to twenty five thousand, am I going to be pissed if I bought it at five thousand? No, no, I'm not. Yeah, um, and. That's just people. People, for the most part, I feel like are so set in their ways that they only follow the news cycles when things are... Right. I mean, everybody wants to get in when it's euphoric and, uh, oh my gosh, it's a 20,000. It's not going to stop going up. I'm going to mortgage the right. house and get in because I don't want to miss out. And then there the there's the naysayers who are like oh man i told you this thing was a joke well a lot of them are hoping that it is a joke because they still don't really understand and they don't want to be the ones that are missing out right but try and explain to any anybody in that wheelhouse right now right who was like who saw it go from a thousand to twenty thousand try and explain to them hey dude right now is a really good time to get into this stuff what do you mean? It's like four thousand dollars. I'm like, that's ridiculous. Don't have to buy four thousand. Yeah, exactly. Buy a Litecoin. Exactly. Buy a Ethereum. Buy a EOS. Buy something that's cheaper. Buy a Stellar. At, you know, ten cents or thirteen cents. Right. You know what I mean? Like it just, it just get into the game. It doesn't yeah. matter if you're winning. You just be in the game, and no matter what, you, you will find yourself in in five years mm-hmm. smiling. 
and don't panic. Just it's a long term. You got to be patient, and you got to stick in in it for the long term because this is this is a transitional technology. This is going to disrupt a lot of shit. You just have to know that. Yeah. So, and try and explain it to them now that they need to get in, and they're like, "Well, maybe it went from a thousand to twenty thousand, but dude, it went back down to three thousand. Right? And it's like, yeah, that's why you're picking it up right now, right? For three thousand, because you know it can hit twenty thousand. Right. It can. It and already it has. has. Exactly. Look, we could go on and on forever. I'm sure we'll have another crypto uh, talk, but uh, but uh, it, this really does change. So many things, not just money, not just how we spend money, but so many things. And I can't imagine what it's going to look like and what we're going to have to go through in the next five to ten well, years. I think we, I got it, we got into it with the Kyle Extreme Power Hour right. on yeah. a couple of the topics of how, right. how, I, how I foresee it. And it isn't just paying for a cup of coffee. It's just how the technology of the distributed ledger within the blockchain has the ability to change pretty much every single facet of your life, yeah. whether it's how gas is priced right you know um like, like you said your credit score gas how you buy things how you trade things every, how you send money everything how you... can be chained and if you block if, if everything gets eventually makes its way into its own version of of a blockchain now everything's that much more transparent everything gets a heck of a lot cheaper We're living in the matrix overhead just drops to zero for most uh people and it's not um, you know, it's not the kind of world where you worry about gouging. Right. You know what I mean? If you if you can get a loan, there's no manipulation. You're not saying, "Hey, we'll give you a zero interest loan on this money if you have shit credit." It'll be like, "Sorry, dude, you can't get a loan." <laughs> right. <laughs> but what we can do is give you a way to earn, you know, earn it or right. make your way. You know, um, we can show you how to get there, or what or what you do need. Like down to the letter, like exactly what you have to do. Right. Um. So yeah, I, I'm just very. That's a whole nother topic. Um, yeah. But I, I'm, I'm excited. I mean, the serialization of hardware is another one. Oh. That we didn't get into. Okay. Meaning, imagine every single serial number for every piece of hardware chained so on you, a blockchain. That's like, so you know exactly. Anybody. It's entire history. Anybody who's a shareholder in that company for Intel chips. Right. Can go in and take a look at at the roster, the list at any given time, and say created, sold, price right. sold, right. you know, unit units sold, units right. outstanding, you know, whatever. I mean, it just makes your books so much cleaner. Wow, I'm excited. So, there we are. Yeah. Best beat box, period. Period. All right, we're ready. We're rolling. We're rolling. Another another lunch hour. Rolling with the house. Pulling ourselves a little little half hour to chit chat. That's right. Um, a chitty chitty bang bang. So today I wanted to talk about something that I feel I don't think a lot of people talk about. I don't know if it's considered controversial, but I'm just gonna. I just want to get our 
our stance kind of on the record with this whole thing. Shoot. And the topic's very simple. Violent women. Okay. All right. So there's no shortage right now of videos that you could find on YouTube or, you know, viral Instagram, this or that, where, you know, there's a, a guy who's sitting there kind of in an argument with his girlfriend or whatever. Things are getting heated in the argument. And then she just decides to slap him, kick him, punch him, hit him with a purse, you know, do whatever, go crazy on him. Mm. Uh, flips out. Flips out, right? So I guess what I'm getting at here is what's your stance on <clears throat> or have you ever been in a situation? Uh, I know I have where you're dealing with uh, somebody who, you know, I, I personally believe no one should ever hit a woman like you never should subduing a woman. Right. Not a problem for me. Like if someone's going to be, what do you mean? Meaning if someone's going to be hitting, kicking, slapping, beating me, I have no problem. Like grabbing their wrists, restraining them, wrapping them into like a hug and being like, okay, calm down. Right. And then we can talk about it. I would do the same thing to anybody. Right. You know what I mean? Just like, I'm not about the violence. I'm not about somebody getting bruised or kicked or whatever. (laughs) So like, let's sure if it gets too, too big. And most of the time that, you know, they see that in itself as an act of violence when it's not, nobody likes to be controlled like that, but that's just me. I, I, I don't, I don't think, um, violence between, you know, in relationships is, is healthy in any shape or form. No. Right. So if you can't talk it out, walk away. Right. But I've come across, uh, in my day, um, you know, m- many women who carry this kind of double standard where it's like, you should never hit a woman, but it's okay for me to hit you. Right. It's okay for me to push you. It's okay for me to slap you. If you're a female. Yeah. Right. And you're like, oh, he, he doesn't like what I have to say and I'm really mad at him. I'm going to hit him. Mm-hmm. That's not cool. I think that that is, I mean, you're, you're succumbing to your baser instincts and it's not like you can hide behind the whole double, you know, you shouldn't be able to hide behind the double standard and be like, well, he hits me. Well, no, he doesn't. You you know, you beat the, tried to beat the snot out of him right. first. Right. So, you know. It, and I, for some reason, that carries no weight for some for most people. What? The, the fact that the, the woman was the just. The woman's the one who's trying to beat out the shit out of her boyfriend first. You might first. make one bad move and it's like, um, not okay. Well, that's something that my dad told me years ago. He said, you know, um, what what what's the one thing that men fear most? Uh, other than death. I said, what? He said, being embarrassed. <laughs> Men hate being, you know, embarrassed. That's funny. Yeah. And it, it, there's some truth to that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like if, if you're in a public place and, you know, your wife, girlfriend, whatever, just starts screaming at the top of her lungs, yelling at you and throwing stuff at you and making, making a huge, making you look like, you know, hey man, put a leash on your cat. You know, like or whatever. Like, right. oh my god, be cool, honey bunny. Yeah, but they always, women always tend to make such a huge deal, right, out of things to embarrass, like to embarrass you, to try and get you to do something that you know you shouldn't be doing. Isn't that interesting? Like, women don't think, oh, I'm embarrassing myself. Right. They really are looking at how they can really hurt the person that they're with by being completely ridiculous, knowing that. 
they're embarrassing somebody, they're they're gonna feel more pain than they are by being the one that's losing. But yeah, control. and you look like an out of control fool, like but a they don't care, like a it's bratty, crazy. you know. Right. And but but you know, maybe that's just the thing. Like dudes are like, well, she's crazy, but I'd still go out with her. Yeah. You know. And, but and women are. But she's hot. Yeah. And, How and, bad could and, it be? And women are looking at the other woman, going like, "He must have fucked up big." Yeah. Like that's on him. Exactly. And it's like, no, maybe it's not. Right. Right. You know, maybe she. You know, maybe she. She wrecked my car, and I called her out on it, and then she's throwing it in my Super face. Super defensive. Yeah, exactly. Like, and then all of a sudden she. Gets, was my fault? <laughs> yeah. And then she gets in my face about something that's not even related to the car. Right. Like, oh, well, you just, you, you know, you use the last of the syrup or, you know, yeah. oh, you know, remember that time? And it's like, that doesn't have any bearing on right. what we're discussing right now. I don't know why you'd be bringing it up. But, I mean, what, what's your take on this stuff? Well, I've uh, been in one relationship that wasn't abusive, but when the, when the arguments happened, the fists started flying. Like, fists. Like, I'm like, I'm being punched right now. And I, part of the reason I got out of that relationship was because I was like, you know what? I've never hit a woman, but if, if I marry you, if I'm gonna, if I marry you, you're my top list. <laughs> and if this keeps going like this for the next 20 years, there's going to be a day that I'm not going to be okay with it. And I'm going to do something super stupid. So I remember we were in a fight and she's hitting me and she punches me. And at one point I'm like, if you hit me one more time, I'm going to punch you in the fucking face. And she's like, if you do, I'll see you. I'm like, in my mind, I was like, no, me saying it with, like, with that much conviction and punch was me actually punching her in the face. It was me saying it was me punching her in the face. But it was like, oh, my God, I couldn't. I, I, at that point, I had to stop and be like, man, this is uh, it's not going to be okay. It's not going to be okay down the line. Yeah, no, it super is not. And, that, I mean, that that's one of the reasons why. Um, and I, I just consider it to be immaturity. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like you just—if that would—that would make sense. If for that's this situation. the if that's the approach you're gonna take, mm-hmm. you know, you, you're you're just being very very immature, very undue. You know, and they come. Out, I always get the uh, you're so passive aggressive. I hate you know I hate you, and it's like hate me all you mm-hmm. want, just don't touch. Respect my personal space. Right, right. Um, but yeah, I, I I have cameras all over my house right now, just just so I can be like, does anything you want to say? Right. You know, like, like if you're not happy with you know, right. if you're not happy with the current argument and how it's going down, we, we both should walk away right now, or we can continue it we, in the company <laughs> of you know somebody who I can say, can you? Would you like to see the footage? Right. You want to roll your back version, this? your version of the app solved this exactly. Do you want to? Do you want to go well, back? Let's watch and, it back and play the tape and uh-huh. see. Because I mean, usually when you and I've had to do this several times, be like. When, when after it's over, you know, the t- time passes, obviously, nerves get calm, whatever, and then you have that really awkward, like, look, I'm, I'm sorry about, you know, what I said last night. Right. right. Yeah, me too, babe. I'm sorry if you're sorry. You know, that kind of bullshit. You know, like, right. I really don't need to apologize to you, but right. I'm doing it because. We have to live together. Yes. I don't want to feel this way anymore. Let's put it past us and move forward, but please don't allow it to happen again. I always like to be like, look, you know, it's as an exercise before we put a go ahead and put a, put a cap on this, put a bow on this, put it under the tree and call it done. Let's just go back and look at some of the, fo- let's see how yeah. we got to that place. Let's see how sorry you really are. I think it's an exercise because they don't remember half of what transgressed. Right. There's usually drinking involved, obviously. Right. But I mean, they don't realize that it's like, uh, wait a second. 
you you call you, you know you, you called me a terrible person you called me human garbage you called me whatever right you t- you, you you use the word fuck right 95 times you, in 10 yeah, minutes right you told me that my mom should have had an abortion Ex- how do you feel about exactly. that exactly well let's just review all the comments that i made you know most of the time it's like don't please stop please right. don't touch me please go away you're being please, irrational please stop please stop it here are many times i said that see how much gas you started you, you right. decided to hit the gas so much more <laughs> and just kept pushing and pushing and pushing and right. then, and see how you attacked me just there See how you did that? Yeah, look at you, play by play. Yeah. Well, you've seen those memes where it's like, what happens if you tell a woman to relax? Yeah. <laughs> it's just, it's like, it's worldly known that you just say you that can't. one thing and their their blood boils immediately. It's weird. <laughs> I've tried every angle, calm man. Down. I've, tr- calm down. I've tried no, every different angle. Like, I, I, in my house, I have a, for the most part, she's cool, but like not as bad sure. as some in the past, but she's, she's bratty as can be when it comes to arguments so you know she, she stomps on the floor mm-hmm. when she walks she slams doors she yells she has all the windows open and yells at the top of her lungs mm-hmm. you know to be like you asshole you know like just just so everybody can hear what's going on i'm like you're such a good neighbor right like i, can, I, I mean <laughs> oh my gosh what a great neighbor you are Everybody loves to hear your business uh, and your, you know. It's kind of the worst. What do you have to complain about and why, you know. Yeah. Do you even know what you're fighting about right now? Right. Or are you just so mad <laughs> that you're just fighting because you're mad? Yeah. It's it's a weird, uncomfortable feeling when your neighbor, neighbors are, are going out, going at it. And it, it's so embarrassing. I'm I, always like, whenever I hear that show, I'm like, what the fuck's going on out there? I know. I always get closer. I'm like, <clears throat> something going down? Right. You know what I mean? Is this like a I can Tina moment? Right. Like, and, and like I share, is the guy going to be rolling up, putting a carpet, <laughs> with rolled up carpet in the back of his trunk? Later? Right. I think things got pretty heated not too long ago because uh, I share a wall with my neighbor, and uh, you oh, know, the, uh, the the pol- the polyamorous, hat, the polyamorous. They're just the sweetest, and I love living next door to them. Actually, we have a great time. But there were a couple times where one of them would see me outside and was like, "Everything all right?" I. Uh, Almost called somebody to make sure you guys. Oh, you said this? No, they were saying that's me. Yeah, because they were here. And that's the one thing you hope your neighbors are are cool enough to respect the fact that you've got like a crazy bitch, right? That's going out of her way to just make your life miserable at that moment, right? Um, Right. And they're just like, look, yeah, hey, I'm not gonna make any waves. I don't hear any gunshots. Right, exactly. You know what I mean? Exactly. I mean, we were pretty intense. I've been pretty intense. I've grown a lot in that kind of in that place, but the you know, not I mean, not too long ago, I was like, "Man, I've never been with someone who just hauled out and started punching me before. This is a whole new level of restraint on my part that I had to kind of get acquainted with." Be like, "What is this feeling? Like I almost want, I'm almost ready to punch her in the face. What's going on?" I had to step back and like really think well, about it. Well, it's cuz once you get that like once she starts as I, I like to say, once you start seeing red, like all the colors of the room, you're so mad, the right. colors of the room start to mix together. You're not even looking at like, "Oh, this is a, you know, it, it's a this is a female. It's fight or flight." Right. You're yeah. going, "Hey, I'm I'm being Attack. I'm, I'm being challenged, and, right? And I don't want to be. And so, as a man, I mean, am I going to walk? Can I walk? I, I would love to walk away. They're blocking every exit. They're getting in my face every time I try and get to the door. Right. You know what I mean? Or pushing me like, no, you're not leaving. No. You know, it's like, whoa, right. hey, hold on. Right. 
chill, I, baby, chill, right. baby. I had one. Baby, of, chill. I had a situation. It was like a really kind of a dumb thing, and we were like trying to get ready and trying to get out of the house. And I was like, okay, I'm just being late always gets me mad too oh yeah and we and, and we weren't late at this point but we had had a little bit of a scuff and i was like i'm not gonna feed into this i'm, not, I'm look let's just get our stuff together let's go it's it's all good and i was holding the door open because i usually lock it and whatever and so she walks out she elbows me in the side and i'm just uh, like, i'm like really we weren't yelling at each other do we anymore. need to stop we and have a conversation about this i don't like she's like keeps walking I'm like, i start laughing i'm like i really hope that made you feel better she's like it did i'm like well that's good because that's all i care about because we're about to be around friends and i just want us to all be okay and congratulations we're gonna have a shitty car right now so while we get in the car she starts throwing stuff out the window she starts throws my coffee mug out little we haven't even started driving yet oh, no, I, I hate this one. windows down i already hate her. throwing stuff out the window and i'm like is that what we're doing now so i start grabbing everything i can find i start throwing it out my I'm like, you're like I'm holy like, shit my wallet my what was i thinking <laughs> my neighbors are out. i'm like cheering i'm like you happy now i heard my neighbors like chime back in because i was like cheering as like sarcastic of course cheering. they're cheering you're the one collecting all your shit as you throw it out the window like oh my god i needed they're an like, ipad they're like i love it when they fight <laughs> i just made 800 bucks the neighborhood starts coming over trying to catch stuff out the windows <laughs> holy shit half eaten pack of gum i'm i'm yeah. when yeah oh my god and then yeah a, a side view mirror and they're breaking Oh at yeah, that point. I yeah, remember that was yeah, one of those. <laughs> you came in all so, so somber oh, the next God. day. You're like, I'm like, what happened? Did you get in an accident? You're like, not, sort of. Not really. Sort of. But it was a totally avoidable accident. But the physical, the physical thing, man. That was the first time with a, a physical woman that was really laying it in there, and I was like, yeah, the long haul isn't gonna work because she's gonna hit me the wrong day, and it's just gonna turn into. Dude, a really but I don't understand. The thing that I don't understand about the mentality of of why anybody would do that. Mm-hmm. Is because if you're not threatened physically threatening them in any way, shape, or form, there should be absolutely well, yeah. no need to invade somebody else's. Even if you're angry, right? Like you could have a healthy conversation, or, or you could sit and yell and scream while you want. Or one person can conversation, right? Don't block the exits, right? Be, if somebody wants to get out and let cool They're doing it and from, cool right. down, but why would you go? I mean, someone who goes up against me. Has <laughs> balls, right? Because I mean, I'm I'm a foot and a half taller than you, right. and it's like, what are you doing? Right. Like, you know that you know that if this were like nature, yeah, and you were lioness, and and I'm the big bad lion, like I don't I don't care how you feel about me, right? Like, I'm I'm here to love you and take care of you and all these things. You're here to love me and take care of me and all those things. But at the same time, I don't rely on you to protect me from the uh, the big bad wolf in the parking lot or you know whatever. Like you, if you if somebody can't st- got in your face at a bar or whatever, it's not like you'd be like, I'm gonna fight this biker, hold my beer, babe. No, you'd be like, like you'd be like, my my husband's over here, and if you're gonna talk shit to me, you're talking shit to him, and now it's his problem. That's how it goes. You know what I mean? So it's like, why would you? Why would you get up in the in the face right. of the guy who you expect to fight your fights for you? Right. Knowing full well that's the guy who fights your fights because you <laughs> think he could win and you can't. Right. Well, obviously there's no rationale going on there, but you know, in your in in your world with your women, there, there could be a oh, lo- my corral right, of ladies. Right. There could be a little bit of this, like, man, he, you know, he's just he's you know bigger, strong man. He's bigger than much bigger than me. I can hit him. You won't feel it. And I can get out my frustration. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> there might be a little bit of rationale there. Like, like he, he I'm not going to hurt him. You know what I mean? But I, I'm angry and I just want I want him to feel me. 
but no. So I mean, about that, that same rationale. That's a stretch, like, but... My, my buddy does really well. He's rich. I'm just going to steal a little bit from him. Right. He won't feel it. He won't under, He won't even... He'll, he'll be, think it's funny. Right. It's like, no. No, Dude, you're funny. still stealing. Right. Like you're still you're still hitting me. If I wanted to get hit, I would come to you and be like, "Can you hit me, please?" Right. And maybe there's dudes out there that like that kind of shit. They're like, "Oh, hit me in the stomach real hard, babe." You right. Know, like, I'm gonna like, push her because I know if I push this button, she smacks the crap out of me. I bet there. I guarantee you, there are dudes out there that like like getting physical mm-hmm. with you know, like they'll push and they'll you know. What I found yeah, assert dominance in whatever way. Mm. I'm just, I just want to get out as fast as I possibly can. I, the only time I've ever had to do anything is when I'm like soup. I get cornered, mm-hmm. like pushed into a corner, and it's I'm just getting yelled at and hit and kick. And then I'm like finally like, all right, this is the bear hug. Time. The only way to get out of this is to wrap it up, mm-hmm. lay it down on the ground, nice and soft, and, and then walk and th- and talk it down, and then walk away. Right. And lock a door somewhere so they can't. That person cannot get in. They'll be. Just, you know, I've had rapping on the door all night, you know, whatever. Yeah. Just like, you post, let me in, you you can't, you can't you know, shut me out forever. And it's like, yeah, I can. I know, but by tomorrow, you're going to be worn out, and so it'll be yeah, fine. You, when you, you'll, you'll stop caring in 20 minutes. <laughs> exactly. You can go upstairs and be mad at me in silence all you want. Right. Like, this is not healthy. What I found when this started happening to me for the first time in this relationship, I, I found when she would start hitting or punching me, I would... I would turn into like the Incredible Hulk, you know. You know, you just all of a sudden only like a super skinny version, right? Exactly, because I'm nowhere near like the Incredible Hulk. Not the Incredible Hulk. I'm thinking of Hulk Hogan. Remember how he'd be in the ring? The Incredible Hulk Hogan, <laughs> right? You remember he would be in the ring and then he'd be getting beat up, and then all of a sudden he'd be like, "I'm not taking it anymore." He get all he get all mad, and, and then he'd rip off his rubber shirt, right? And then they'd all start slapping him and hitting him, and he'd be like, just giving him the look like he didn't even feel it. Well, I'd go in her face, and I'd get all up in her face, but like, come on, hit me some more, come on, hit, let's do this, hit me, you know? What I mean, I'm just sitting there like like ready come on like right like not even an inch away from her face like come on hit me some more yeah let's do this let's do it yeah what you're you that got? you're like that uh I, how do i put it you ever seen one of those like you ever walk by one of uh, one of those dogs that's you know it's not a tiny little purse dog but it's like a like a medium size like it's a good good decent sized dog sure and it's very approachable, and you're like, "Oh, what a what a sweet animal!" You go by, and it, and then all of a sudden, it just goes ballistically crazy, shows you its teeth and all this, shit, and you're like, "Yeah, whoa, that thing would scrap to the death." Right. So that's kind of like you. Yeah. So so you know, people say fighting doesn't solve anything. Uh, I've had three, only three fights in my life, and they solved the problem immediately. Really. Did you win? I won. Or were I, you on the ground? Did I, you lose most of the time? I won, all, I won all three of them, and the person that I fought with each time, that was the last was time. Was five they foot gave me. one and female. Right. They were girls. They were five years old. And a couple of children. <laughs> right. A couple of kids at the schoolyard, yeah. six years old. And that was that. It was because of that. It's because of the nice little medium sized dog. Well, all of a sudden, you don't expect to turn around. Because you go crazy. Yeah, crazy eyes come out, and then the fists start going. And I hope I don't see. I mean, I see that I'm in done. conversation. It doesn't come out anymore. I don't fight anymore. There's no. I don't have that in me. But the, the couple times when I was growing and learning and people were pushing me into a corner i was like yeah i know i look like the guy pushing in the corner but i'm not but uh, i'll go crazy <laughs> i will go nuts i will jump ass. up and down and you and will be scared <laughs> i'll be like in uh, what was that movie lionheart with jean claude van damme where they had that one dude who's like bouncing around like a monkey all over the place that's right that's you that's right you're that's that, right 
Yeah, I just see you like uh, going from zero to hamster on crack in no time. Just yeah. like, oh my god, just bouncing everywhere. Just you're a drummer too, that. so your yeah. arms are flailing. Just yeah, oh just yeah, flailing. I, and I fight like I play too. It's not pretty. That's the one thing. I uh, any any and every fight I've ever been into, gotten into, um, usually it's not me who instigates any kind of the fight it's somebody else that i'm with who does something or uh, just some random dude who just is having a bad day and just looking for somebody to fight and they're like who's the biggest dude in the room you know like who's the who's the guy that i want you know then he's looking at you he's like why are you wearing those glasses yeah what's your problem i'm like (laughs) sorry i don't don't know know you why are are you bumping me on the way in why are you talking what's the big deal here right what's happening were you trying to pick my pick my jeans is there a fire are you in a hurry but yeah, my my the way that I I mean I learned this a, a long time ago, because um, I grew up around there was a kid I grew up with down the street, and he was this just a didn't have a ton of friends. His mom made him listen to Christian radio on the way to school every day, every channel mm-hmm. on the cable that they paid. I mean I think they paid for like sixty channels on cable TV, but they blocked all but two. So it was like, you know, one of those kids who's just like, all he does is go to church and then has has his one hobby, but he wasn't really an athlete because he's kind of a short kid. So he did karate and that was like his, he was a karate guy. He ended up getting up to like, you know, black belt, whatever degree, third degree, fourth degree, whatever. Okay. By the time I was in high school, uh, we hit high school and we stopped hanging out after that because I got more into sports mm-hmm. once I started hitting eighth, eighth ninth grade, whatever, um, and they, he was looking at you, going, "Are you kidding?" Well, no, it's just you don't have you don't have <laughs> neighborhood playtime anymore, right? Right. But I used to always bug him and be like, "All right, man. So, like, what did you learn? Teach me how to do all the stuff that yeah. you do. You yeah, know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Like, how do you hit true Ben for him? Yeah. Well, yeah. he uh, he and I got to be a spar like sparring partner because he had all this gear where it was like, um, you know, like a katana sword with a foam blade. Uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? It was hard enough so you could figure out a strike but right, it right. was soft enough to where you wouldn't get hurt of course i busted my lips several times getting hit in the face with that thing right. <laughs> and nunchucks same way yeah so, I so had some soft nunchucks yeah whenever nunchucks you're a kid you're like oh i want to be a ninja you know whatever but this kid actually knew what he was doing so he obviously had the discipline and real mobility meaning like sure take it beyond doing a split he trained his yeah he could he, he put the hours he could in. almost pull both feet like in a total split up past his shoulders, like the guy was super flexible. Wow! But everything that I learned, the, the big takeaway that I took from him, aside from like, you know, I never was like, "Hey, how do I kill somebody?" That's not something you do when you're in like seventh grade, right? I was more like, "Okay, ooh, what's this or what's that? Can you do a roundhouse kick or can you do like that?" Like, what do you do in the movies? That's a cool thing. The one thing that he taught me, which it's all about de- it was all about defense I meaning that's sure. the number one thing they teach you it never should be used for offense it should only be used right. for defense so most of the stuff i learned was all about how to neutralize an opponent uh which mm. you, when you're a small dude like that you know it's harder to do if you're a big dude and you use the same techniques even if you're not even that great it, it works pretty good and i mean it's worked for me great over the, you know it's all i remember but it's basically like neutralize neutralize the weapons that they have which are their hands right you know basically grab them by the wrists and you don't have to put in like imagine um punching into a vat of oil versus punching in through the air right right or shooting a shooting a bullet into the water versus shooting bullet through the air sure like the minute it hits the hits the water it just it just it just starts to slow down or 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 punching into the sand you know Uh what i mean 
you don't have to use all of your energy. If you're just holding their wrist and you can keep your distance, use a leg to cover yourself up. Don't let them get any grounds. Just keep holding their wrist down. Whenever their wrists are trying, whenever they're trying to move their wrists and wonder, give them a little leeway, but then just apply just enough pressure to where it starts to slow them down. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? And that's has worked for me. Yeah. Like just hey, stop it, stop it, stop it. Mm-hmm. Hold them like that, and then are we done? Are we done? Right. Are we done? Okay. I'll let go. Are we done? I say, let go. And then if they're not done and they come at you, grab them again. Grab that wrist again. Are we done? Yeah. Are we done? Yeah. You know, and you got to have both wrists. Sure. So no one can throw a punch. But yeah, it's uh, it's been effective for me. And there have been guys who are a lot stronger than I am. And you just They just hate me for that. <laughs> they, they're like, even my they best wanted friends, to fight. Oh, my best friends in high school were like, don't fight. The, it's a waste of your time. Right. You're going to, you're going to, you're going to get, so, you're just going to sit there and hold your wrist. You for, so he'll, he'll just sit there and hold it. You'll end up spending way too much energy trying to get out of it. And he'll just be sitting there staring in the face being like, are we done yet? Yeah. Is this over? Are you feeling better about yeah. this? Are we good? And it's like, yeah. and it just, nothing goes, everybody well, walks away unhappy. That's a healthy approach. Mm. I mean, you know, that's a good, that's I a just good imagine approach. what would happen if I was arrogant enough to think that I, you know, I could get in there and, you know, so, blow on my fist. Right, <laughs> you right. Talking to the microphone. Yeah. You know, I got right. a backup mic right here. You know, it would be that guy. Like, I just, I've never had the drive. You know, the most recent uh, opportunity, I guess I would say, that I would have had to get into a fight with a man, not a woman, uh, happened about <laughs> three, two or three years ago. I was in a great place. It was just after New Year's. I was feeling amazing. I couldn't have been more sort of happy with where I was and who I was and what was going on. And I was at, uh, I was in Malibu at somebody's house party. And long, was kid there? Long story short, kid was play. Kid and play. They were. They got there later. This is after the. It's incident. a house party. House party, y'all. What's up? So I'm at the top of these concrete stairs. It's a fourplex unit, and I'm upstairs at the top of the stairs. And this guy that lives downstairs comes up the stairs, grabs me with both hands on the chest, and shoves me up against one of the doors at the top of the stairs, and says. What did you give my girlfriend? Now, at the time, the upstairs apartment was my friend's apartment, and the downstairs were new people that were new friends with because they had moved in. The cool, the girl was cool. They've been around for a while, but they were having a house party. What did you give my girlfriend? You're like uh, uh, candy. So first flowers? of all, right? First of all, I <laughs> Valentine. Knew, I knew I hadn't done anything to this guy or his girl at all, and I had no idea why in a million years this guy would have any reason to shove me literally off my feet almost. Would you give my girl? The there's door. only one answer: herpes. Right, <laughs> and there it is, man. I, I, sh- good luck. Good get her, luck. Get, get crabs. Do you, can, do you want? Can I have her now? I mean, is she mine now? I kind of claimed her, right? I, got, I claimed my part. Hey, man, I'll give them to you too. If you're dead. What did you give my girlfriend? I, I just gave her some really good advice. What do you mean? So she <laughs> gave her a tip. I gave her just the tip. Just the tip. <laughs> that would have been great. So he shoves me up against the, and I didn't feel scared or nervous or even angry. I looked at him and I immediately, and this is how I knew I was in such a good place at the time. I immediately, do what you got to do, man. I immediately felt bad for him. I looked at him and I'm like, hey, you're being really aggressive. And then I saw all the energy just go out of his body and he was, looked at me like, what the fuck have I done? I got the wrong guy. You know, he was just like, I'm like, dude, hey, it's all right. It's all good. Dude, bro. No big deal. 
no big deal. So we let it go, and he went right in to tell my buddy who was who lived there upstairs, like, dude, I just res- disrespected your friend, blah blah blah, for no reason. But it was a weird moment for me to be completely challenged physically. Like, if I had just thrown a punch or pushed him, he would have fallen down these large concrete stairs that was literally a foot behind where we were standing. And I just, I don't know. I was very happy to be able to be like, hey, dude, it's, I don't know why you're doing this. There's really something to be said I for... I bad for him. Yeah, there's really something to be said for keeping a cool head. Yeah. Like, it, just... It, he, he, he was so taken back by the fact that I looked at him and almost wanted to give him a hug rather than punch him that he was maybe just, a reach around right anything i'm like hey man do you need me to give you a quick are you downstairs? feeling a little backed up yeah <laughs> <laughs> maybe i need to give your girl something <laughs> hey come on let's go around the corner <laughs> funny. what'd you give my girl i don't know what she need <laughs> i'm give you a little rub and tug yeah it makes you feel better buddy so there is something to be said with some somebody super aggressive like that that just looking at them like hey man i'm your friend he's up he's up baby brother. So, but yeah, as far as women, I, I I haven't seen it happen too often. I haven't seen the dude. The I hitters I've the seen I, it's worse when you see it, it as a guy. I can say I had a roommate in college that, um, <laughs> well, he was he 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 dealt pot to pretty much all the people in in, in our school right. that I that I ever encountered. They all were like, "Hey, how's your how's your, your right. dorm mate or whatever?" I'm like, "Um." Oh. That'll still bring, still selling weed back then. That'll bring some negative energy around you, whether you like it or not. Well, that's the thing. He didn't actually live in the room with me um, because he found a a sweet side piece girlfriend that was like who, whose daddy had a lot of money, mm-hmm. um, and so it was kind of like he spent all of his time with her. Obviously, um, you know she was with she was in it for the free weed. Uh, right but uh you can stay here as long as you want dude whenever i i hung out with them um it was like uh, the best example i have is like we're sitting there we're chilling out in 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 her room i'm with her roommate who was you know a cool chick whatever sure and we're sitting there and um obviously they're smoking the room don't know how it got there sure and uh he's like never inhaled she goes hey uh can you go get me some water babe and he's like yeah sure and he gets up and sitting there talking. She, he goes and gets her a waddle, water and it's like an Arrowhead bottle or whatever. Sure. And hands it to her and she takes a sip of it, looks at it, and then throws it at his face. And I mean like wind up, throw it, pelts the dude in the – like he looked like he got wow. just wrapped wow. in the face. And he's like, what the fuck? And she's like, I wanted an Avion. <laughs> wow. Now that – is somebody he would expect to have some bruises, yeah, wear a she, lot of yeah, makeup on yeah. their eyes because they're just a super psycho. Yeah, but, I wonder the girls are. There's girls out there that really push and push and push just for the sake of getting hit. So that I felt really... when I saw that happen to him, I was like, "Dude, I feel so bad for you." Right. Like I really feel bad. I mean, I I don't imagine anybody else in the room was thinking to themselves. He must have done something, you know. Like, no, you're like he, he deserved that shit. Right? It's like, no, dude, that chick is absolutely off her rocker. He's like, I know. Let's go smoke a joint. Well, he, dude, you pr- he probably had to be high twenty four seven. Be around her just <laughs> just to deal with that. Never knowing she's just gonna be a loose cannon and just flip on. Oh you. my god, kick him in the balls and fucking. I mean, she was the biggest nightmare. She was she was cute enough. 
but she was such a nightmare of a, wow. of a person. Yeah. Just so like, obviously, you know, super entitled, super. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I don't know, but I, 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 I am going to end on the idea that, uh, if, if there's the one person that happens to be listening is a woman, mm-hmm. just, just talk it out. Just talk yeah. it out. No. I, and if, if you're a dude listening, talk it out. Nobody keep your fists in your pockets. Mm-hmm. Maybe that should be the rule. You're gonna fight. You gotta have your hands in your pockets. Yeah, I guess I'm lucky. I don't feel like I. I don't think I've ever seen in person a woman get the beat down from a man. So. Well, you could watch Jay Z beat Beyonce. Oh sure, I, I've seen it on videos all day. I've just never seen, but in person and seen a woman. I've never. Get, I've beat. never done anything. I've you know. I've I've taken way more licks than I've ever dished yeah. out from yeah. the other gender, and I uh, I probably will continue to. We do We were so. raised well. There's got to be a way though to where we can combat that, like. Like a shock collar or something, right? You know, like babe, I got oh, now you we're this... in the inventing idea. Yeah, again. I got you this bracelet for Valentine's Day. She goes to hit you. To... <laughs> you better calm down. Mm-mm-mm-mm. I calm down. Crossing the line. She's trying to take it off. You have a key. He's like, unlock it. <laughs> it's like, sorry, babe. Don't worry. It's only five thousand volts. <laughs> You'll be fine. You might drool a little bit for an hour or so. <laughs> but you won't argue with me again, you won't, will you? Yeah, exactly. You learned that lesson, didn't you? That's right. You talked to my shock. <laughs> <laughs>